Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years' experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Are you happy to be in the last Sunday? Well, today I want us to do stock taking. Hallelujah. I want us to do stock taking of our lives. Amen. Yeah. We started this journey some time ago. Sometimes it's very important. Not sometimes. It's always important to examine yourself. So that is the title of my message. Examine yourself. Tell somebody, examine yourself. There's a nice scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse number 5. We'll read from 5 to 9. Yeah. And we'll be out of here. Hallelujah. Sometimes you go on and on and on and on. And you don't even know that what you are doing is not us. It's like somebody who is uh, creating a path. Sometimes you create the path. You want a straight path. By the time you turn back, you notice that the path is not straight. How many have seen one before? This is the reason why we have survivors. This is the reason why we have are people to overlook what you are doing. Because sometimes it's difficult to see that you are doing something wrong. Especially when you are the player and a referee. Are you getting it? Yeah, when you are a player and a referee, the same, at the same time, it will be difficult to whistle for uh, infringement, that this is free kick, this is foul. It's difficult. So always you need time. Okay? That is why sometimes you see you are going to buy something from a shop and it's as though they don't want money. They've closed the shop and they will tell you a stock taking. How many have seen some before? Yeah. It's not like they have stopped. They have stopped selling. They are still selling, but they want to take stock and know whether people have stolen some of their time, whether what they thought is in stock is actually what is there. Hallelujah. So as we come to the last Sunday of the year, we also need to take stock. Amen. We began the year with a lot of aspirations, a lot of decisions, and uh, uh, a lot of plans and what I view. But we are coming to the end. Amen. Of the year. One of the wonderful things you need to do is to, as far as you are concerned as a Christian, okay, yeah, many things may not have gone the way you anticipated. But if you are sitting here, then you actually embarked on this journey to be a Christian. Are you here? You have embarked on this journey to be in heaven one day. You decided not to go to hell. Hallelujah. So you need to be sure that you are still on the way to heaven. Hello? Yeah, because... How many have written exams and you have deviated, but you, you did not know? 
Yeah, I remember all level some year they asked some question. People should write about the uh, invaluable contribution of something, but most of the people did not understand the word invaluable. I'm sure you also don't understand. Invaluable. They thought that invaluable means that not important or not, yeah, but it's like rather very, very important. What is the in- So people wrote the opposite. Are you here? Yeah, so us, I mean, from last, um, I think from Wednesday, I began to take stock. I began to take stock. What has the year brought me? What has been the things that we set out to do? Hallelujah. So let's read from Second uh, uh, Corinthians chapter 13, verse number 5. The very first. Can we read it together? One go. Examine yourselves. It's okay. I mean, this one is it's a knockout. <laughs> this is the knockout. Are you here? Bible said, examine yourselves. Let's go. Whether ye be in the faith, prove your own selves. Know ye not your own self? How that Jesus is in you. That's what I, I say. Examine yourself. Whether you are in the faith. Prove your own self. Are you getting it? Then he's asking, do you, do you want to see that you are pregnant? When nobody has paid the lobola, do you want to see smoking or you want to kill somebody before you admit that, Charlie, something bad is happening? Hello? That is why he says, examine. You, it doesn't have to get so bad. You're attentive. Sit well. It's a church. It doesn't have to get so bad. Are you here? You see, it doesn't have to. You don't need to fall. You don't need to look. You don't need to see yourself doing something very bad for you to know that, uh, look, some, you are not the way you started the year with. Hello? Am I talking to anybody? Are we going to examine ourselves? That's why I said that. Do we? Maybe let me read it from the, uh, uh, I have a Bible, you will like it. The Message Bible. Do you have the Message Bible? I, I like this one. Let's read it and after that we'll be out of here. The Message Bible. Second Corinthians chapter 13. I'm reading from verse number 5. It says, test yourselves to make sure you are solid in the faith. Don't drift along taking everything for granted. Give yourselves regular checkups. You need first-hand evidence. Not mere heresy that Jesus Christ is in you. Test it out. If you fail the test, do something about it. Ah, I like it. Hallelujah. If you fail the test, do something about it. So this, this, 
uh, short service, it's about doing something about it. You need to examine yourself. Bible says that examine yourself whether you are in the faith. Hallelujah. Examine yourself. You came once upon a time, you came to church, you lifted your hand to give your life to Jesus Christ. Do you still, do you still believe in the things that you began the year with? All things have, when you, you, you lifted your hand and you got born again, you, you cried. You were so sorry for all the mistakes. You said all the things. You went to apologize and say, you said sorry to so many people. Have you gone back to it? What has happened on the way? The church is quiet. This, I'm not, it's a discussion we are having. Examine yourself. Examine yourself because backsliding is not when you have fallen. You see, backsliding is defined as to reduce in quantum or quality of whatever you used to do. Hello? If you used to pray three hours, you know, nothing stays stagnant. So whatever is not growing is dying. Hello? So whatever you are doing in your life, if there is no progress, there's no advancement, there's no increase, or it's not appreciating, it means it is decaying. You are falling from grace. Hallelujah. It doesn't have to, look, yes, you are still praying, but you used to pray three hours. Now you are doing two hours. You are backsliding. Now you are, you have backslided. You are not where you used to be. Your age cannot move from 18 to 17. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says. Examine yourself whether you are still in the faith. Are you still, do you still believe? Do you still believe? Sometimes you, you, you started believing that God is going to do something. And somewhere along the line, it did not happen as you thought it would. And it throws your faith out and you begin to feel like, hey, I don't think that this thing is going to even be like. Sometimes we are in church, but we have stopped believing. Sometimes we are in church, but we are not who we began the year with. We are not who we were when we began our, our lives with Christ. When we began, we were not experienced, but we were true Christians. I have noticed that, I mean, when you get born again, you become a true Christian. With time, you become an experience. You see, now you are not even afraid of sin. But when you began your Christian race, you notice that, no, there were things that you cannot compromise. When you look through the Bible, you see different people that they will always, they will always, even the story of uh, uh, the Ethiopian Enoch and Philip. Philip had to join. Let, let, let me read this and let's finish it. Verse number six. Verse six. So I hope the test won't show that we have failed. But if it comes to that, we would rather the test show our failure than yours. We are rooting for the truth to win out in you. 
we wouldn't possibly do otherwise. We wouldn't just put up with your limitations. We celebrate them and then go on to celebrate every strength, every triumph of the truth in you. We pray hard that it will all come together in your lives. Hallelujah. He said, test yourselves, examine yourself and see whether you are solid in the faith. Don't drift along taking everything for granted. Some of us, we've taken prayer for granted. We've taken quiet time for granted. Even coming to church, doing something in church, we've taken it for granted. Give yourselves regular checkups. You need first-hand evidence, not mere heresy that Jesus Christ is in you. You cannot just, I mean, satisfy your conscience that once I'm in church, everything is okay. No. Test it out. If you fail the test, do something about it. Hallelujah. The wonderful thing is that once you are not dead, you can do something about it. Are you here? Once you are not dead, you will do something about it. And I noticed that this was the, even the apostle, the difference between us and the apostles is this. They never took anything for granted. They, they were not presumptuous. Hallelujah. So when we read the story of, I will give you three or four examples of people who really examined and made sure that whatever they were doing, they were on track. And after that, we'll close and go. Is that okay? So the first person I saw in this context is Philip. Philip the Apostle from Acts chapter 8. When you read from verse number 34, it talks about a father. Philip was, he went to Samaria. When Philip went to Samaria and preached Christ, people got born again. And after that, Bible says that the Holy Spirit directed him to join himself to an Ethiopian Enoch who had gone to Jerusalem and was returning. Are you there? And the Enoch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or some other person. The Ethiopian Enoch was reading a portion of scripture that, I mean, he did not understand. So he asked Philip that, what is this prophet talking about? Is he talking about himself or some other person? And Bible says in verse number 35 that then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. Hallelujah. Sometimes as we go, it's, it's, it happened to so many churches and so many people. They began with Jesus, then some economics and management and other philosophy comes in. So a time that when you, you can be in church for six months, you will not hear anything about Jesus. Hallelujah. So, Bible said that Philip began to speak at the same scripture about Jesus. Verse 36, continue. And as they went on, on their way. So he preached about Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came onto a certain water. And the Enoch said, see, here is water. What do hinder me? To be baptized. Then 37. Philip said. Are you there? If thou believest with all thine heart. Thou mayest. Thou mayest. Okay. And he answered and said. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. 
Amen. Very important. Bible said that Philip, he preached Jesus Christ unto this man. Okay? After he has preached. After he has preached. And every time, I'm sure the man got born again. I'm sure he received Jesus. But when they came to a place that they found water, the man, the Ethiopian in asked, look, this is water. It's not Philip who pointed the man to the water. It was Philip, uh, the Ethiopian Enoch, who pointed that this is water. What prevent me from being baptized? And Bible said that Philip went back. He asked him, if you believe, hallelujah, if you believe with all your heart, then thou mayest be baptized. And the Bible said that the man said, I believe. He had to repeat, hallelujah. He had to repeat. You see, he did not take for granted that he has preached Jesus Christ. He did not preach a, I mean, wisdom or thanksgiving. He preached Jesus Christ to the man. But when it came to being baptized, he had to ensure, hallelujah, he was re-examined whether whatever has been preached is exactly, he knows what he's doing. Hallelujah. He did not say that, oh, I I know I have preached to you. It's okay. Sometimes we assume, hallelujah. But when I read the scripture, I noticed that it is very important not to just assume and have an idea that because you have preached or because it has said everybody agrees and everybody believes it. Amen. He needed to be sure that he knows exactly what he's doing. And the Bible says, where are we? It said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Verse number 38. And he commanded the chariots to stand still. And they went down both into the water. Both Philip and the Enoch. And he baptized him. Hallelujah. He had to re-examine. He had to be sure that the preaching that he has preached is exactly what he has accepted. Are you here? Another story is about uh, Martha. When Lazarus died in John chapter 11, Bible says that when Jesus came, Martha met him and he said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, whatever you ask, I know God will do it. And Jesus said unto him, your brother will live again. Do you believe and Bible says, Martha began, he said, I believe that at the, at the end, at the end, at the end, I mean, at the resurrection, he will resurrect, he will come. Jesus was talking about the father, your brother will live again. And he said, no. He asked him, do you believe? Do you believe? Do you still believe? Examine yourself. And Jesus said unto Martha, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that is dead and believeth in me will live again. But if you are alive and you believe, you will never die. Then he asked Martha again, do you believe this? Martha could not. He said, I believe that you are the uh, uh, Messiah or the son of God who was to come. He could not believe till they went into the tomb and he asked the people to move the stone. Then Martha again said, Lord, by this time, my brother is thinking. It's been four days already since he died. And Jesus reminded her again. He said, did I not say to you, if you believe, 
Hallelujah. Did I not say that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? We started this journey by believing. The Christianity is not about, you see, if you are a Christian, to do well as a Christian, you need to believe in things. Christianity has got to do with believing, having faith more than having knowledge. If you are going to do well as a Christian, you have to believe in things that even knowing things. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's about believing. It's about believing. And believing is obedience. What do you believe? Whatever you believe is the thing that you are obeying. Hello? Maybe, yes, when we started the journey, you, you noticed that you have to forgive some people, but you have received your decision. Now you have more people that you are not talking to than you, you first got born again. Perhaps you were sorry about your mistakes. Have you gone back to the same mistakes? Sometimes it's like, yes, yes, I want to do that. But with time, you begin to feel that no, it is not as I, I, I began. This morning, May we take stock of our lives. May we examine ourselves. Are you still in the faith? Do you believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God? Do you believe that he died for you? Do you believe that he was born of Virgin Mary? What have you believed? Even as a Christian, it's been some time you've been to church. What is it that you have believed in? What is it that makes you come to church? What is it that you have learned of him? What is it that makes you assured? Hallelujah. Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse number 14. Romans chapter 8 verse 14. Are you there? Bible says, For as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. Amen. Are you still being led by the Spirit? Or we have forgotten? Yes, you got baptized in the Holy Spirit. You started speaking in tongues. Are you still praying in tongues? Or you have stopped praying in tongues? Yes, you began. You believe that you need to pay your tithe. You need to give. Have you stopped? Examine yourself. You used to be very... I mean, you stopped uh, indiscriminating hugging. You stopped watching uh, 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 sites and talking anyhow. Your language was seasoned. What has happened? Have you gone back to hugging and doing those things? Sometimes, look, there is no, that's what Bible says, you examine yourself. Nobody will be able to tell you you are doing something wrong. Only you know in your mind and in your thoughts what is driving you to do what you are doing. Hallelujah. Yeah. Why is it that now when you see people doing well, it pains you so much. There's a lot of bitterness. Why is it that you cannot rejoice and celebrate with people who are doing well? How is it that you, you are not, you are still not talking to people? Bible talks about forgiving. Do you still believe in forgiveness? Or you forgive those who you like and you will not forgive those? You've been here for some time. Are there people, as the year is ending, are there people you are still 
not talking to? Are there people you have still not forgiven? Hallelujah. If you are going to be in Christ, it's going to take faith. It's going to be believing. You need to re-examine whether you are still in the faith. He did not say you should examine whether you still come to church. And faith is believing. Hallelujah. Yeah. In uh, Hebrews chapter 11 verse number 2, Bible says the elders, they obtain a good report through faith. So that is exactly what is going to happen to us. Your story is going to be good. You are going to obtain a good report through your believing, through your faith, through the things that you have believed, through the things that you have confessed. And you, are, and you see, you have not believed in a thing till you have obeyed it. Faith is obedience. If you want to know whether you have faith, you need to find out what are the things I'm obeying. Is there a scripture that you are obeying that is your faith? Is there anything that you are doing because of what the Bible says? Your obedience to the word of God. Whether to do what the Bible is saying or not to do what the Bible is, what shows that you are still in the faith. By now, there must be, uh, I mean, scriptures. There must be scriptures that guides you. That I'm doing this because of this scripture. I'm not doing this because... That is what, how you examine yourself. You cannot. After you've been here for some time, you cannot still be using John 3.16. Yes, you have believed. Yes, you have believed. We thank God for that. But you need to move on. Hallelujah. Are you here? I see you examining yourself. Because this is one of the things that Bible said the judgment will start in the house of God. Yes, you were, you were not so nice before you got born again. You became very nice. And now you have become even not, not very nice. You've gone back to your old ways. As the year is ending, 2020, we are not going to, I mean, carry other uh, 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 debris and rags and debts and sin and containers of people we've not forgiven, names of people we are not, no. We need to, you know, sometimes I just feel that, what about if tomorrow is the end of the world? If tomorrow is the end, is there anything you would like to change? Is there anything you would like to do? If tomorrow is the, I mean, today is our last day. You know, the world can end tomorrow or your world can end tomorrow. God can come tomorrow or your God can come tomorrow. Because if God does not come for you and you go to him, your God has come. You see, but sometimes when we are moving through life, it feels as though we have forever. Hallelujah. Somebody said, do today what will be right tomorrow. You need to, look, this Christian race that we have embarked on is a life of faith and believing and walking on the word of God. Amen. You cannot make it without the uh, uh, scriptures, you need to believe, you need to obey. Hallelujah. Are you here? 
Paul uh, uh, in Acts chapter, I believe, chapter 15. Let's read from verse 35 and 36. Listen to this. Okay. Bible says, Paul also and Barnabas continue in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of God, the word, okay, of the Lord, with many others also. Verse number 36, look at this. And some days after, okay, so Paul did what I'm doing. He was in Parklands preaching and teaching in the synagogue for some time. Bible said, for some days after, Paul said unto Barnabas, let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they do. Amen. So, I'm, I'm talking about examining. You see, they have preached the word. They have taught the word. And there was a reason. So, they did not say, that, let's continue just preaching and teaching. They said, no, we will stop and rather go and do assessment. Hello? Let's go and visit and assess. That's what I'm saying, that this last day of, uh, last Sunday of 2019 is, is the time we are doing assessment. Beginning of the year, we preach about series of victories. God is going to, we preach about others. We preach about prayer. We preach about what? Faith. We've preached about different things we've preached about. Can we have a, a, others? What has happened to all you have heard? Have you transformed? Is there a change? Are you better than we began the year with? I'm not talking financially. Maybe financially, yes. But we are talking as a Christian, as a believer. Amen. Yeah, we have different aspects of your life. But this afternoon, what I'm talking about is not just your social life, but I'm talking about your spiritual life. Taking stock of most of us, the only thing when the year is ending we are so interested in is how much uh, is sitting in our bank account. Because I know you are here. I'm preaching for you. (laughs) Hallelujah. When people are talking about the year is very bad, the things did not go well. I'm telling you, I'm not talking about the number of souls they won, or the number of prayers they said, or the number of people they brought to Christ, or the number of scriptures they obeyed, or the number of the books in the Bible they read, or the understanding they have acquired, or uh, different Bibles they are, or explanation or dreams. This is not what. We totally forget that we are spirits. The average Christian, don't tell anybody I told you. The average Christian does not know that he's, he or she is a spirit. So we rather take stock when the year is coming to an end. We rather examine our bank account. We rather examine whether we finish school. We rather examine the physical things. But you are not a flesh, you are not a body, you are not a mind. You are a spirit. And if there's anything you need to take stock of, it's your spiritual life. If there's anything you need to be assured, because heaven and earth will pass away. Your building, you will leave it. Your car, that nice shoe, you will leave it. 
Your nails, you will leave it. Your education, you will leave it. Yeah. That is why Jesus said, if you gain the whole world and you lose your single soul, you have traded at a loss. You have done accounts. You have taken stock of the dresses. You have more than 14 new dresses. We thank God for it. You have uh, uh, eight shoes. Thank God for your wigs. We have many of them. It's okay. You, are, you have a lot of ties. You have rings. Rings on your uh, ankle. Uh, you have different... We thank God for... But what about your spiritual life? What about your spiritual life? Have you sat down? Have you sat down to see whether the number of scriptures that you have memorized has increased? Am I accusing you? Is this an accusation? I dare, I dare call anybody to help me name the 12 apostles. You know the names of all the footballers. Chelsea. <laughs> you know political positions. and No, you see, it's okay. It's okay to, but I'm, talk, I'm not talking about the physical side of life. My work in your life is not just heaping, heaping, I mean, onto you, just the physical gains and how you can. No, my work is to make sure that if something should happen tomorrow, God forbid. Go for really big. Nothing will happen tomorrow. But if something should happen tomorrow, where will you be? I don't want anybody to one day see me in heaven and you to curse me. Yeah. You don't know. If if you don't if we don't take stock, one day said this pastor is a wicked man. I came to church, he never told me what life is about. Thank God. You have made plans to get married, it's okay. But your first marriage was to the Lord Jesus. How is your relationship with the Lord? How is your relationship with, with the Lord? The Bible says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall is the Lord your shepherd? How come? All these years, you cannot hear the voice of your shepherd. I'm talking about your spiritual, your spiritual. Let's examine ourselves. When was the last time you even had a dream? When was the last time you read the Bible? I think yesterday also I told, I, I asked my children that they need to finish. The, 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 the gospel. Matthew McLean, I said, this isn't, you are finishing it. You've read a lot of storybooks. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. The number of scriptures that you know. Is it still John 3.16? Or you've added to it? Is there any scripture you are obeying? What about your, 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 the revelation, your, your depths with God? Is there an advancement? Let's take stock of our lives. Hallelujah. The Bible talks about the fact that, look, there comes a time that you need to also become a teacher. When you read Hebrews chapter 5, 
verse number 12. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12. Are you there? Okay. For when for a time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracle of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meats. Continue. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have had their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So Bible talks about a father. There is a time in your spiritual walk with God that you need to become a teacher. You need to be able to explain the scriptures to other people who comes to church. Hallelujah. Oh, are you here? Are you examining yourself? Philip. Philip was able to cause the Ethiopian Enoch to really affirm. And Jesus asked Martha, do you believe? The story about Jesus praying for the epileptic guy. Bible says in Mark chapter 9 that when Jesus asked the man, do you believe? In other words, in dealing with, in dealing with God, it takes faith. Hallelujah. That's why he said that. Examine yourself whether you are still in faith. Well, whether you are still in the faith. The people tried, they couldn't. But when Jesus came, he said, bring him to me. And nine, Mark chapter nine, I think verse number 34. Jesus asked him, do you believe? And the man said, Lord, I believe, but please help my unbelief. Hallelujah. It will take faith. Are you still in the faith? Then it goes on. Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 13. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13. Look at it. It says, Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand. You may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Hallelujah. The scripture begins by saying, Finally, uh, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, in the power of his might. And it continues. But when it comes to the end, it said, having done all, having done all, whether you put on the whole armor, you do the sword of faith, your feet, sword with the preparation of gospel, the helmet. It said, when you have done all, the most important thing is not that uh, you have the armor on. The most important thing that at the end, you should be standing. Hallelujah. Having done all, what? To stand. May you be standing. I said, may you still be standing. At the end of the day, yes, trouble may have come. Yes, Things may have happened. Different things may have occurred. But at at the end of the day, the most important thing is that you should still be standing. Hallelujah. May you be standing at the end of the day. Hallelujah. It means that it takes more, more than just the helmet to stand. It takes more than the faith to stand. It takes more than the shoe. It takes more than the truth. That's what I haven't done. He said, put on, put on, you put on, put on the whole armor of God. Yes, put on your salvation helmet. Put on your breastplate of righteousness. Put on your belt. Put on your shoes. Take the shield. Take the sword, which is the word of God. But after you have done, make sure. Yes, you can. Do you know? 
Do you know that you can be wearing all these things and you will be found dead on the ground in your shining armor? That shall not be your story. I said that shall not be your story. What is the use of that big armor, big shoe, big sword? You know, the amazing thing is that Goliath, it was his own sword that David took in beheading him. So it is not enough to boast that you are a Christian. It is not enough to boast that I got born again uh, 30 years ago. We thank God. It is not enough just to be quoting scriptures that you don't obey it. Hello? Do you know that some people know scriptures that they don't obey? Yeah. People know scriptures that they don't obey. You never benefit from the food you are chewing and you never digest. Hello? When you bite a powerful... My children told me there is something called a power bite. Somebody can give your snack a power bite, you will not be happy. <laughs> I mean, they bite the thing, it's like you can easily refuse to take the remaining. But you see, if you have the most nutritious meal. You've beaten it. You can even chew it. You feel the taste in your mouth very nice. It is of no use till it has digested. If you don't swallow it and it's not digested, you don't benefit from what you have beaten and what you have chewed. You have exercised your jaws, yes, but you have not benefited. So the quoting of the scriptures, hallelujah, the reading of the Bible, it's of no use till you have obeyed it. The Bible doesn't benefit you till you have practically obeyed. When the Bible talks about something, forgiveness, said, don't you know the Bible says, you see, most uh, religious people who are very some way out of the faith, they backslided long ago, the way they know scriptures. They will argue with you, quote scriptures. Mm. They will be drinking and they will tell you, Paul told Timothy to drink a wine. They, 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 scripture, they will be bringing scriptures from places. But it's not about how much of the word of God, how much scriptures you know. No, it is how much you're obeying. That's what I'm saying. It takes faith. Are you in the faith? And faith is obeying. Hallelujah. Faith is obeying. So if you don't obey the word of God, you don't have faith. You can quote the scripture, you can chew the, the, the meat, and you can um, drink the thing in your mouth. But if you don't digest it, having done all, stand. Hallelujah. Are you here? Then, First Peter chapter 4, verse number 17. Look at this. First Peter chapter 4, verse 17. Bible says, for the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? Hallelujah. What will be the end of those who don't obey the gospel? So to obey the gospel is to believe. Hallelujah. 
So if you don't obey the gospel, it means that you did not believe. So obeying is believing. Amen. The gospel must be obeyed. And if you obey it, you have faith and you are believing in it. So quickly, as we end, the foremost important thing that you need to examine yourself in, the four things, the four pillars that you need to examine yourself in. Number one, is prayer. Number one is prayer. Do you still pray? Examine yourself because prayer is faith and faith is prayer. If you don't pray, to be talking to somebody who doesn't answer, you need faith to pray. With all the things you have to do to take three hours of your time, five hours of your time, ten hours, and you say you are praying to God, you need a lot of faith. Hallelujah. If you are still in faith, you, you make time to pray. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse number 17. Bible says pray without ceasing. That is why when you get born again, the first thing is you said that prayer. Are you here? Yeah, when babies are giving birth to, doctors will beat them and make sure that they cry. The crying is a sign of life. Hallelujah. So when you are praying, when you are praying every morning, every evening, every afternoon, you are making time to pray, it shows that you are still in the faith. Amen. Amen. Are you here? We are here. Pray without ceasing. Number two. The second thing that you need to examine yourself. So, maybe I, I should ask, how many began the year and you were not able to pray for one hour? Can I see some hands? Has your prayer life changed? Examine yourself. Examine yourself. How has your prayer life been? As the year is ending, can you boast that now I have moved from praying from 15 minutes a day to one hour? Can you boast that your prayer life has changed, has increased? Can you boast that this year you were able to pray for 30 hours? You were able to go and do fasting? You were able to wait on God? Is there anything you can boast of? Is there anything? Your spiritual life must be assessed. Amen. Number two. The word of God. In first. Peter chapter 2, verse number 2. Bible says, as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word that you will grow thereby. Bible says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Amen. Bible says, your word is a light. It's a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Hallelujah. David said, thy word is settled in heaven. The word of God. How much word do you have? Sometimes when we are talking to people, they are always saying, my grandmother says, my auntie says, my mother says, it's okay. But uh, there comes a time that you will be able to also say, as a Christian, that the Bible says, can I have your loudest amen? Amen. If you are about to take a decision, will you say, the Bible says, or you say, my uncle says, my grandmother says my friend was saying something. It's all okay. But the most important person, the wisest person 
who will never be wrong is God. Hallelujah. So you need to re-examine what are the things you are doing based on the word of God. Number three is your fellowship. As the year comes to an end, examine. How many times are you in fellowship with other Christians? And even who are you fellowshipping with? Who are your friends? Who are your friends? It's, it's very important. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse number 25, Bible talks about the Father, we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves as we see the time approaching. What time? The time of the end. It's very important for you to choose a very good group to fellowship with. Hallelujah. Yeah, somebody says, show me your friend and I will show you your character. It's very important. Is there a, a, a church meeting that you don't attend? Yes. Is there a meeting that you are supposed to be there? That fellowship. You need to fellowship with like-minded people. If all you do is to still have unbeliever friends, my brother, my sister, you are sleeping. Re-examine. Examine yourself whether you are in the faith. Are you here? Yeah, you began the year, you did not have any Christian friends. You just got born again. By now, there should be spiritual people that you look up to. Hallelujah. There should, I mean, when we are, yes, you are not yet a shepherd, but when we are calling for a meeting for those who are Finish new believers class. You should be there. Those who are doing solid foundation. Those who are doing uh, uh, school of victorious living. School of the word. There must be fellowship. Amen. But center meetings. Dancing stars. There should be fellowship of people that you are in. You need to re-examine yourself. Hallelujah. And the last area that you need to examine and assess yourself is whether... You are being fruitful. Witnessing. 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 In Genesis, God gave a very profound definition of what a living thing is. He said a living thing is anything that has the ability to reproduce after its kind. Hallelujah. A living thing is anything that has the ability, whether through a seed or whatever, to reproduce after it came. And you know that before we got born again, we were dead in sin and in trespasses. We only became alive and living when we received Jesus as our personal Savior. So a sign that you are still alive is when you bring forth after your kind. Who are those in church because of you? Who are those in church because of you? In John chapter 15, verse number 16. Look at it as we close. John chapter 15, verse number 16. Bible says, For ye have not chosen me. You did not choose God. You did not select God. But I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever ye, ye shall ask, of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Hallelujah. These are the four areas. Is there anybody here? Is there anybody here that 
is the result of your activities. You invited a person, you brought a person. You need to examine. Especially when you are not in the faith, one of the things you will not do is to invite people to church. Hello? Yeah. A sign that you are still in the faith is when you have brought forth other people after you. Amen? Yeah. A sign that you are still in the faith. Examine yourself. Is there anybody here because of you? That is what God... Why has God not taken us to heaven? If all God wanted you to do is to be born again, then after being born again, he could have taken you. But God has left us here so that you will bring forth after your own kind. There are a lot of unsaved people. There are a lot of unbelievers. There are a lot of people who are hurting that we can help. Hallelujah! So... This afternoon, as we end, I want you to re-examine yourself. Hallelujah. Are you still in the faith? Are you praying? Are you studying the word? Who are your friends? Are you fellowshipping? And the last one, are you witnessing? Are you bringing forth after? Examine yourself in this way. Every good Christian, you see, there are a lot of things we can talk about, but I want us to take these four cardinal points. Your prayer life, your word life, the study of the word. Or even there are people here that still, they don't even know the books in the Bible. If somebody told you, turn to the book of uh, uh, Samson, or I'm just when they mention some of the book, you, you don't know whether it's, 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 it's in the Bible or. Okay. Can we go to the book of Nebuchadnezzar then? You are. Can we? You, you don't even know the difference between the Gospels. Like one day, somebody asked, uh, where is this scripture? He was asking uh, a leader, though, where Jesus said, uh, verily, verily, I say unto you. He said, I've forgotten. Then the person who knows it, so it should be in maybe First Corinthians or... <laughs> hey! You see, some people even don't know what is happening. People even don't know where Jesus spoke. He only spoke in the Gospels. Hallelujah. Are you here? It's very important in the coming year. You know, it's so important. It's so important that as Christians, we will understand that we are spirits. Hallelujah. Hello? We need. Do you know that you have spiritual hair? Do you know that? Some of you have no con. You are, you are a spiritual. You are a raster man. I'm telling you. <laughs> spiritually, you are a raster. Even though physically you are a bald-headed man, but spiritually you are a raster thing. How how on earth would the scripture say that? Let your hair lack no ointment. Your hair should lack no ointment. Spiritually, your garment must be clean. So your garment, yeah, should always be white. 
So there's a spiritual dress that is not only the physical ones. Hallelujah. Are you here? And you read First Peter chapter 3. He talks about the ladies. And he used them as an example. He said, your adorning, your beautification, it shouldn't only be the physical beautification of the plating of the hair, of wearing of gold and apparel. And he said, but it should also be the hidden man, the spirit man, which is the actual you. Hallelujah. In other words, yes, it's okay. You can, but it should also, but let it be the hidden man of the heart. And that which is not corruptible, even an ornament of meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of a great price. In other words, in the spirit also, may you be interested in your spiritual life from today. Amen. That's why we say examine yourself. Are you still in the faith? Are you still praying? Some of us, we eat in the morning, we have snack in the afternoon, we eat in the evening. Every day, but your spirit eats only once a week on Sundays. The only time you have the word is when you come to church. I say it changing in the name of Jesus. I need us to think of ourselves not as physical beings. Yeah, this container is important. But think of you. Anything you are doing, think about how does it benefit the one inside. And if you are able to do that, you are going to Remain in faith. Hallelujah. We are going to grow in the grace of God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Are you still in faith? We should be able to say, I still believe. I still believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Have you forgiven? You see, you are not able to. I wish there was time. I was going to show you something. Because when you read, when you read uh, John chapter 3, Jesus began to speak about what we are talking about. He said, if any man, when you get born again, John chapter 3, verse number 3, he said, when you get born again, you only see the kingdom. Is that not it? Yeah. Look at it. And Jesus answered and said unto them, very, very, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So the day you got born again, all that happened was that you were able to see the kingdom. When you go to verse number 5, look at the verse number 5. Bible says, And Jesus answered, Very, very, I say unto you, except a man is born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So some of us, we have only seen the kingdom. We have not entered. Because the water is the word of God. Hallelujah. Hello. Hello. It's just like going, seeing something, but you are not able to enter. Getting born again is, is, is important, but it helps you to see the kingdom, but to enter the kingdom. That is why many of our prayers have not been answered. That is why many of us, we have, we have paid tight into a kingdom that you are not there. Many of you are giving offering. You've thrown. It's like being here and you, you are here and you throw your seed outside. Because you sow the tight into the kingdom, but you are not there. You give offering into the kingdom, but you are not in the kingdom. Because you are not born of the word, and you are not spiritual. But the day you allow the word of God to be able to dwell in you richly, 
And you become, you see that you benefit from all the seeds, all the things that you have done. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless us. I don't know about you, but this season is a sober uh, season. It's a season of reflection. Reflect on your life. Reflect. Reflect. You've been a Christian for four years, for five, for six, for seven years. You don't even have a following. It should disturb you. It should disturb you. It should disturb you. We are like somebody who has been today, uh, uh, is doing diploma for eight years. It, it, it must concern you. You've been to school six years. You are still doing a diploma in the university. Or seven, eight years. You want to use ten years? It's changing in the coming year. Amen. I say it's changing in the coming year. Amen. Tell somebody I'm, I'm examining myself. Tell somebody I'm examining my prayer life. Okay, I want you to tell the person secret. Tell the person the longest hours you've prayed in your life this year. <laughs> Some people have decided not to speak it. <laughs> tell somebody I'm increasing my prayer time. Hallelujah. Ask the person, can I pray for you? And ask the person, can I depend on you to pray for me? And ask the person, how, how long do you pray for yourself? Ask the person, can I trust you with my life? Do you pray for yourself? How will you pray for me? Tell the person, it's changing. Hallelujah. May you be prayerful in the name of Jesus. Ask the person, how many scriptures do you know? Hey. Some people are not. Ask the person, how many scriptures do you know? Are they up to four? There's confusion in the church. Tell the person, I need you to increase your scripture knowledge. <laughs> Hallelujah. And ask the person, which group are you in in church? Are you in any fellowship? And the last one, tell the person, who is in church because of you? If I'm marking one, uh, four over four. How many will you get? Ask the person. Should I give you one over four? Zero over four? <laughs> Ask the person. I'm asking you very important uh, question. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Please stand to your feet. We are going. Stand. Listen to me. I'm giving us an opportunity. Look, all the things that we have mentioned, these four things we've mentioned, before we enter 2020, I want to give everybody opportunity to do some. Hallelujah. So on 31st, Tuesday, by the grace of God, we'll be having our watch night. Amen. Please come. We are meeting 8.30. Okay? 8.30 we should be here. Because we are going to make time to pray for ourselves. Hallelujah. 
How many want to change your prayer life as you, we enter? Please come. We are going to pray. Amen. Yeah. And you are also going to study the word. Look, from now up till uh, Tuesday, we come. Decide that you want to kill the four, four books. The New Testament, the, the, the Synoptic Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Put your phone off and sit down. Kill it. Read it like a storybook. How many are going to do that? Look, I'm telling you, you yourself, you will feel the change. You will notice that, ah, if it is this nice, why haven't I done it all this while? So I want, I'm not just talking about it so that, no. If you don't pray on your own, as for 31st, when you come, we are going to make sure that we pray together. Hallelujah. So 8.30, let's be here. We are starting 8.30. Then, how many are going to try reading from Matthew to John? Will you try? Believe God. Believe God. Stand the afternoon. Be, sit down. Put everything. Read it like you are reading. So let's finish Matthew. Go to Mark. Finish with Luke. And end in John. Can we do it? Even if you have done it before, let's do it together. Amen? And the third one, you are going to come with, uh, what do you call, a group. If you are not in any group, you are going to choose a group that you want to join. Hallelujah. Yeah, we are all in the church, but there are so many groups. We want to enter into the new year with this four assessment. We are re-examining ourselves. Hallelujah. Yeah, if you want to be a dancing star, you want to be an usher, you want to be wherever, communion star, you want to be an airport star, you want to wherever, choose and write. Don't come before. Decide that this is what I want to do. If you don't know the groups, find out. We will tell you. Hallelujah. You want to start a bar center. You want to something. Do something. Hallelujah. And the last one, but not the least, is to burden yourself with bringing people for the 31st uh, uh, watch night. Hallelujah. How many are going to do that? Yeah. We have uh, a poster that is going. If you are also not on any of the church groups, maybe you have WhatsApp, but you are not on the church groups. It's part of the preaching. I want you to uh, uh, get it. Be in a group. Either in the choir, the choir have a group. Every day there's quiet time, there's something, fellowship. There's going to be a leaflet that we are going to use from now up to 31st to invite people. How many are going to? You see, we want to re-examine ourselves. That we are going to enter into the new year knowing that we are still in the faith. Amen. That we have prayed, we have read, we have the word. We have a fellowship. We belong to a group. And because of us, some people have gotten born again. And some people are going to be in church. Hallelujah. Are we going to be able to do that? Okay, lift your hands and pray what we have mentioned. Pray to God. Lord, I want to, I want to be in faith. I want to still believe. I want to re-examine myself. Give me the opportunity. Give me what it takes to pray. Oh yes, what it takes to study your word. What it takes to practice your word. What it takes to join a group. What it takes to win a soul. Oh yes Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, as I re-examine my life in these four areas, 
Lord, help me. Give me the grace and give me what it takes. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray. May the grace to pray be our portion. May the ability to study. Oh, yes, Lord. May our eyes prevent the night watches that we may meditate upon your word. Lord, oh God, help us, Lord, in the name of Jesus, to be faithful in a group, to join a group and to be fruitful and to be committed in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we pray that we'll be fruitful. You said we have not chosen you but you have chosen us and you have ordained us that we should go forth and bring forth fruit. May we be fruitful. May we be fruitful as Christians. Lord, we thank you. We bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Close your eyes as we close. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you and we bless you for the opportunity to re-examine our lives and to see whether we are still in the faith. Father, as we take stock of our lives, we can see areas that we need to improve. We can see areas that don't even exist. But Lord, we pray that by your grace and by your help, may our prayer life be alive, be reactivated. Give us the grace to pray. Lord, we pray that as we begin to read and study the word, you grant us understanding hearts, Lord, that we will know Oh, yes, and believe and practice even what we read. And Lord, we pray that you help us to be part of the groups and the, oh, yes, oh, yes, ministries that are in church. And above all, we ask that we will be fruitful, that we will be alive, oh, yes, as we bring forth after our own kind. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. I want to be more like you. Father, we thank you and we bless you for this important time in the year thank you for where we stand lord we pray that even as you have taught us to re-examine our lives we will pray we will read we will fellowship and bring forth after our kind help us to do this in jesus name amen we hope you've been blessed by the word of god Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.